Hey, 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 guys, this is Talk Time with Hope. I am Hope. Now let's do it. Let's get it to it. It is December the 11th, guys. December 11th. Shout out to the Dallas Cowboys because they won their game against the Washington team. No, I'm sorry. Yes, it was against the Washington team. For some reason, I thought it was San Francisco, but they beat Washington, guys, and I'm so excited. Was it the best game? Was it the best game for Dak Prescott and the offense? No, 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 it wasn't. But the defense rocked. And right at the end of the day, a win is a win, even if it wasn't as great as I think it should have been. But, you know, I'm just a spectator. So all I got to say is how about them Cowboys? All right. I hope you're doing well. Hope December is doing you well. Um, We are here in Texas and we've got like crazy, crazy weather. I'm talking like freaking three days. I mean, two days, it was like in the early eighties, like lower eighties rather. And then on Saturday and Sunday, it got, the temperatures dropped, you know, the low, the the low this morning guys was like 30 something degrees. I had frost on my car, like legit winter frost on my car, which is kind of what you would expect in December. But guess what? Oh, good old Texas can't make its mind up on what it wants to do in December. So it's going to go back up, I think, all the way up to the lower 80s come next Thursday, next Friday or something like that. Probably dip down. I think there's going to be some some rain in the forecast as well. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, so I don't know where you are, but I hope you're, the weather is either... Even if it's colder, it's consistent and it's not this up and down kind of thing, which is not a great, you know, it's not a great, it's not a great ingredient for feeling well, because as you know, because people aren't all vaccinated and people aren't all wearing the mask. Well, guess who has come back to town? Yes, you've guessed it. The flu and the cold. And they're like, we're back. And so if you haven't got your flu shot, go get your flu shot. Also, go get your vaccination if you haven't got it. I'm just saying, do it. Just do it. Anywho, you know, because this Omicron, Omicron, crazy name, but um, because it's here and more and more states are showing cases of this Omicron variant, which thankfully it is not a, looks to be a, deadlier variant like the delta variant the delta variant is brutal so from what i've read the omicron variant is more transmissible but it's not is that saying did i say that transmissible it it can spread easily er (laughs) but it is not to our knowledge it's not as um i guess deadly it's not causing call it wouldn't it won't, it's not going to cause deaths uh, versus the delta uh, variant so that's a that's one good thing but the fact that there is this new variant variant that spreads easily um easier <laughs> i'm gonna have to check that i was i told you i taught english as a second language but i never ever have claimed to be great at grammar so if there's anybody out there that's like i don't even think that's a word let it alone what does it matter if it's got anything to do with correct grammar hope and to that i say well you know i never promised that i was perfect in any form or shape or way so please be careful that's all i'm going to say about that okay so i said something last week about watching the news and how it's good to be global and i stand by what i said but i thought about that after the uh, the episode and i was thinking okay 
I think there's there's people out there. I don't think I know there are people out there who get really um, into the news too much, and they get into all the things that are out there. You know, gun violence. You know, COVID and deaths and cancer and just the atrocities that happen in this world. Um, and it can be too much. It can be overbearing, and it can it can really. Uh, hurt your heart because it's just too much for you to bear and it made me think about the word empath and somebody that's an empath is somebody who feels more than other people so when somebody is empathetic they are extra empathetic and they feel so much and because they feel so much it can bring them anxiety depression and addiction so when I say to be global and to be aware of what's going on in the news, and I know I said that last time, like you don't, doesn't mean you have to do, you know, watch things 24 seven and be up to date on everything. It's not about that. It's just about just being knowledgeable about what's going on in the world because I totally get it. Uh, I have met some empaths in my life uh, to some degree. I think I'm a bit of an empath, but not like, I guess on the scale, I'm not like more of a, I'm not on the higher scale of empath, but I, I know to, to a certain degree, I am one who is an empath because I do feel a lot. Um, I don't just think a lot, which I do think a lot, but I definitely feel a lot. And I feel a lot of the, of the sadness and the pain of the world, but not on a high level. So if anybody's out there and they're like, you know, I don't necessarily think that you're advice about being global is, is a healthy one. Please no, don't misconstrue that. Please. I hope that's not what I came off saying is like, I don't want you to feel like to be global. You means you, means you have to be all about the news all the time. I'm not about the news all the time. Yes. I watch news. I wake up in the morning. I get a little Bible scripture, try to put a little oomph in my step. And then I check some CNN or some BBC, you know, I check the daily news um, just so I can be abreast of what's going on in the world. And unfortunately, when I, you know, got BBC or sorry, it was CNN the other morning, two mornings, it was Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, I learned that there was over 30 something tornadoes that hit six states and one that was hit really bad was Kentucky. So please, uh, I say send, send your prayers and, and your thoughts to all those that were affected by the hurricane, by the hurricane, by the tornadoes, um, specifically, especially in Kentucky. Uh, there was a candle making shop. They got devastated so badly and they've rescued 40 of the people that worked in that candle shop, but there's supposed to be over 100 so they have not and they don't know if they're going to be able to find anybody alive unfortunately and this kind of takes me back to that condo that collapsed in Miami granted there are two different stories one was a building that could have been you know that could have been prevented because of just not taking care of the condo and over 100 lives were lost but this tornado you know how can you prepare how can like we're still which gets me right like how can we not yet be able to predict these tornadoes you know i know climate change has something to do with all of this guys it's it's almost mid december and we're having over 30 something tornadoes in six different states and uh one of them one of them has apparently was apparently on the ground for over 200 miles went through maybe three states like they say the closest that it was 1925 or something that i saw an article on that in 1925 there was a tornado that went i think 219 miles and this one went over 219 miles and went through three states and 
it's unheard of. What had happened in Kentucky and Illinois and Tennessee and Arkansas, I believe those are the four that I remember, it's unheard of. So people want to not say that climate change is, is real. It, it is real. And, you know, say that to those that have lost their loved ones, to those that lost their lives in those tornadoes. So please keep those people in your prayers, Kentucky specifically. And I, I, there was an uh, Amazon warehouse that was devastated as well in Illinois. And I've read that there is at least eight confirmed, I believe six to eight confirmed deaths in that. And I'm glad that Amazon is going to be donating a million or a billion dollars, whatever. I, I hope it's more like a billion because you definitely can't afford it, uh, Jeff Bezos. But regardless, if it's a million or a billion, that's a lot of money that they're going to be donating, and rightly so. Uh, I, I'm surprised that they don't have some kind of basement for all those Amazon warehouses that are in any place that could be hit by a tornado. Like, they should have basement, you know, for for their employees to just, you know what, we're not taking a chance. Everybody get down to that basement right now, everybody. So you can at least save lives because you can always build back from the destruction that's done on the actual facilities. But uh, hey, that's just me. So I don't know. Maybe this will be what wakes Jeff Bezos up and Amazon up to, to do stuff like that in the future or as soon as they can rather. But at any rate, so again, guys, these... these uh, I get it if people can't watch the news all the time because it's it's full of sadness and destruction and mayhem but there are also good things out there and i mean there are you know stories of rescues there's stories of um, miracles that happen and you can find them as well so you know sometimes they don't come out let's you know be honest news sells and the only way news sells is when they get those stories that sell sex and violence and destruction sometimes happens to be what sells unfortunately but there are articles if you if you scroll down enough on those pages of the news uh, websites you will see other stories that are good and so um i think I'll try to find one because I know they're out there and I'll try to find one and, and share it with you in the next episode. Cause uh, I mean, I've, I've got some of my, my, you know, in my head, but I can't, I can't think of them right now, but I definitely will switch over to what happened to me at the park today. So what was happened? This is what happened. I was at the park trying to get back into working out and I have a park that I go to and I usually go in the morning. Well, the last two days I went in the morning and I like it in the morning because there are less people in the morning. There are less animals in the morning, i.e. dogs, and just less crowded. And so I didn't do it this morning because I just got caught up with driving and um, it was a productive day. And I was like, okay, I'll just drive in the afternoon or evening. And that's what I did. I went out there like around 5, 4.30, 5 o'clock. And it was, there were a lot of people at this park and rightly so. It's a nice park. But at any rate, this is what happened to me. <laughs> I am able to laugh at now because but I was not laughing at it when it happened so I'm decided to take a shortcut and walk through the busier area where people are you know throwing footballs and balls and stuff like that with with their family but unbeknownst to me there was a dog that wasn't on its leash leash and it was a German Shepherd and I love German Shepherds I love them I've never had a problem with German Shepherds in the military out of the military German Shepherds in fact one of my nieces has the most adorable German Shepherd uh, and just a puppy German Shepherd so just want you guys to know I'm a cat lady for sure, but I love dogs. I don't have a problem with dogs. I'm not scared of dogs either. 
for the most part, you know, I mean, when a German Shepherd starts running at you and making a growling noise and its head freaking tries to go up my buttocks, um, yeah, I kind of have a little problem with those dogs. Um, and I'm not necessarily exaggerating on the butt trying to go up my, the head trying to go up my butt. Uh, it, I guess, was chasing a ball or something I don't it just happened so fast and uh, there was a ball and I guess it went to my legs and it growled and scared the crap out of me because I'm like picturing it taking a bite out of my calf or something and anyway um my calf my calf not my calf <laughs> Ooh, yeah anyway I just pictured it biting me period okay um, but it didn't, but I guess when it went to pick up the ball and it lifted its head abruptly, it hit my buttocks and I've been having back pain today. So honestly, I know it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it's funny because my back did not feel any better after that situation happened. But here's the thing that gets me is that I looked back to the owner's and I raised my hands up in the air. like, what the F, you know what I'm saying? And the guy was like, what? what and I said you need to keep your dog on a leash and then I just went down to my phone I don't know if I was going to take a picture or something but he said quick make sure you put the dog on a leash put it on a leash so uh, before anybody gets here so the, the the bro was like what what's your problem I'm, I'm sorry I'm what's my problem you don't have your dog on a leash and obviously your dog is not trained because it ran to a stranger freaked the stranger out and then hit the stranger and yeah some people have phobias of dogs so like train your dog to not do those things or keep your dog on a leash or take it to a dog park they've got dog parks almost everywhere now america we take care of our dogs we want them at dog parks but they're not doing that and i believe this is i'm pretty sure this is the park that when i've gone walking i've seen signs that say dogs must be on leash so i mean and for him to make that comment you know, hurry up, put it in on a leash before anybody gets here is a comment of guilt. I still took a picture of the dog. I took a picture of them. I even video recorded them. Yeah, I, I did that just for my own safety, you know, and not my own safety, but just like, what if my back or butt starts hurting later because of the freaking dog hitting it with its head, you know, I have some insurance, you know, some insurances or whatever, but, um, also just to kind of scare them a little bit, you know, taking the picture kind of scares people when they know that they're being you know photographed um but you know it didn't do anything because I walked another 20 miles or not 20 miles I walked another 20 minutes and um as I was going to my car I could see the same people and they had their German Shepherd running around without a leash so it's it's just talk about you know we we're I was talking about empath being empathetic about a lot of things well this was the opposite folks this is like apathetic right the opposite of empathy and we just not we I don't know about you but I know I see a lot of apathy these days I just see too much apathy these days and selfishness and I think that was you know that's exactly what that dude was doing he's being selfish let me just care about me and mine I don't care about the stranger that my dog might have hurt unbeknownst to me or but I don't even care if the dog hurt that person I just care about me. I care about my dog, about my dog, maybe about his family, which, you know, I get that, of course. 
but you need to care about the person that might be affected negatively negatively because of your inability to keep your dog on a leash or train your dog so it doesn't do stuff like that. And so that, yeah, that happened to me earlier, like about two hours ago. So I'm really happy about that. I'm over it. You know, I, I move on, got a little bit of the ADD, just move on. But please, if you have a dog out there, please keep your dog on a leash around a lot of people, unless it's at a dog park, of course, and or train your dog to to not approach strangers like that. Because, you know, at the end of the day, somebody could hit that dog, you know, like natural reaction is to, you know, defend yourself and that dog could have got hurt. It's just, and this is Texas, people have guns. So another little, little tidbit of uh, information about like, be careful because you might freak somebody out and they'll pull a gun and kill your dog. So defending themselves. But anyway, 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 last thing I want to talk to you about is, well, you know, women, women rock. Did you know that women rock? Everybody rocks and, and you know, but women as a woman myself, um, we rock. And I was talking to my niece about how things have changed so much, you know, not just in the military, but in the civilian world and how, um, you know, there's so much I've learned about, you know, women's literature and the history of women. And I was telling my niece about how she's 13 now. So we were talking about parenting and stuff like that. And I shared a little bit about how, you know, my professor in, in one of my women's lit courses <clears throat> told me that, you know, not everybody's a mother's woman, meaning not every woman is meant to have a child because they're just not meant to be a mother. They don't have that natural ability. You know, I really, oh, if you have, if you're a woman, you have a vagina, you're meant to be a mother. Well, that is not true. Hello. You know, we are not in the past here. We're in 2022. And, you know, I know I say that kind of like, cautiously because I am a Texan and let's look at what's going on with women's rights and their body and, and abortion and all of that stuff. But I'm not going to get into that right now. But I was just trying to tell her that just because we're women and just because we have the ability to have children doesn't mean we're necessarily meant to have children. And that's okay. If because she said she wants kids and I'm like, oh, that's great. I think you'd be a good mom because you had some unfortunate experiences with not the best parenting um experience not that my my brother's bad or her mother's bad or anything like that but there's just been some some hiccups along the way and and I think she will learn from those things and so when she's ready to have a child you know she'll she'll be a good mother and she already knows that she wants to be a mother whereas when I was her age I knew I didn't want to be a mother even when I was way younger at five I knew I didn't want to be a mother and it didn't doesn't mean not being you know being a mother's woman means somebody that's probably going to be good and nurturing and caring and loving but not being you know not everybody's a mother's woman so there are women who have kids and they're horrible mothers they're horrible mothers they should never have had children but at the same time you know we come from society uh, where it was expected and women are that was their job they they get married they have kids that was their job that was their duty and praise the lord that's not like it is that's not what it is today and there are still countries where that is expected of women but even in saudi arabia more and more younger women are like wanting to go to school wanting to work um get some experience life experience before they end up having a family of their own and i and i i encourage that i'm not saying don't go and have families no have families but Give yourself, give yourself time to have an education, have some life experiences before you settle down and have kids if you can. And I think it's going on more and more in Saudi Arabia. 
And even though we're in 20, almost 2022, there are still families in America that expect the women to get married, have kids, raise a family. If they want that, that's wonderful. But if that's not really what they want, I think it's sad because we shouldn't be there anymore. For me, I mean, I'm 50, never had kids, never been married. I'm not saying I wouldn't have been open to that. It just wasn't meant to be. It wasn't in the cards, especially for the kids. Maybe not for the marriage thing. Who knows? I might one day, you know, fall in love. You never know. You know, life is funny like that. But for now, I don't foresee it. So, but at the same time, I'm content and more than content. I'm happy to be where I'm at right now and um, happily single, happily, happily single. But at any rate, my, my niece was like, you should talk to, you should talk on your podcast about something like that. And there's more to it. There's a lot more to how women have progressed through the years, you know, women's rights, you know, the right to vote back in 1920, the things that have happened in order for women to be where we are today. And when you think about the military, I mean, 1997, G.I. Jane came out with um, Demi Moore. I mean, that, that's still one of my best movies um, with her in it, especially. Um, but it's just still an awesome movie, in my opinion. And it's true, you know, women now are in special forces. I told my niece um, briefly that when I was in the Navy in 1990, during the Persian Gulf, 1990, 1991, there was a female helicopter pilot that went down. And I think she was a combat helicopter pilot or something like that. And the news actually came, the newscasters or the news reporter came to San Francisco Treasure Island and they interviewed me. They asked permission if they could interview and interview me. And my lieutenant was like, yes, absolutely. You have permission, but just don't say anything that represents the Navy. You have to say my opinion, my opinion, and my opinion, or this is what I believe. And so the interview was quite boring because <laughs> uh, that's all I was really saying a lot. I mean, I was just like 19 year old, if I was even 20 yet, year old Lada, little lassie. And but I was honest. I said, you know, because the reporter was asking, do you think women should be allowed in combat? And I said, absolutely, yes. But the caveat is you have to train us like men. You can't just expect us to fight like men if you're not going to train us. If you train us the same way you train men, the same way that you train men, and we're able to pass all those tests, then yes, we should be able to be in combat. Now, if you, you give me the chance and I don't pass, that's because I don't pass. But don't fail me just simply because I'm a female. And don't pass me just because I'm a female. You have to just give us the same opportunities that you give men. It may be harder, it may be tougher, but there are going to be women who can do it. And that has been proven. I mean, 1997, how, that was a long time ago. And since that movie was made, there have been so many things that have happened with women. Women are now on submarines. Women are now allowed in special forces. And we still have a long time, long way to go, but we've come a long way at the same time, especially since World War II. So I was just telling my niece, I talked to her when I take her to school every morning about just little things here and there. And she was like, it was just so cute because she was like, you should talk to, you should say something on your podcast about that. And I said, yeah, maybe I will. I've said some things in the past, but I thought it was really cute for her to say say what she said and she's still too young to listen to my podcast I haven't told her the name of my podcast but I love the fact that you know she listens and she's interested and you know we've we're building a good rapport and since my grand since her grandmother my mother died I think that's really important for her and for me because uh, I love all my nieces I love even the nephews that I'm not in touch with or um 
too young to know who I am quite well yet. Um, that's to my youngest, youngest nephew, great nephew, who's I think only six or seven. They are just growing up so fast. But at any rate, that's really all I got for you guys today. I hope you're doing well. As I always say, and will continue to say, please take care of yourself. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Keep those masks on. Keep washing your hands. Get vaccinated. If you're not already vaccinated, please don't you want this behind us? We need to have all of this behind us. It's been over 20 months, what's going to be two years in March. So we're not that far away from that. So in the meantime, just, you know, of course, continue to be kind to one another, try to smile. And, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, I heard this new song. That's what I'm leaving you guys on. I'm leaving you on something, something I just, like so ed sharon if you don't know him he's a british singer he's got this new called this call new song called Sh uh, shivers and i just like it so much and i'm not in a, any relationship i'm just not in relationship with anybody but if i was man this would be the song this is some of the lyrics but it's like i took an arrow to the heart i never kissed a mouth that tastes like yours strawberries and something more I want it all. Lipstick on my guitar. Fill up the engine. We can drive real far. Go dancing underneath the stars. I want it all. You got me feeling like I want to be that guy. I want to kiss your eyes. I want to drink that smile. I want to feel like I'm like, like my soul's on fire. I want to stay up all night and all day. You got me singing like, I love it when you do like that. You're so close up. Give me the shivers. And it's just, you know, that's just some of the the lyrics, but I love this part. Real, this, I got to go back to this part. I, I want to be the guy. I want to kiss your eyes. I want to drink that smile. I want to kiss your eyes. I want to drink that smile. Like if you haven't heard this song, go and listen to it. It's called Shivers by Ed Sharon. And I don't know. It's just it's just a feel good kind of body. Oh, sorry, feel good kind of song that just gets your body like wanting to dance. And uh, I never thought I would really be a huge Ed Sharon fan, but his songs, you know, he's admit he's got some really cool songs out there and his latest his latest two really um bad habits is another great one but anyway so there's some some recommendations on some feel good feel good dancing songs and i don't go out there and dance anymore for the most part but hey i can dance in my apartment and only my cat will make fun of me <laughs> this has been talk time with hope i'll see you guys on the flip side as always god bless Bye for now.